How's it going? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And on this podcast, we try and figure out what this podcast is about and what we're doing with our lives. But today, we have no guests. It's just Marcus and I. What are we talking about, Marcus? Don't know. Let's see. It's going to be a great episode. Hope you enjoy tuning in. Should go through what we should go through the WhatsApp messages I got today. I was getting what? I was getting abuse. Dogs abuse. Dogs dog, abuse. Dogs abuse. Uh, lads, my mates were slagging you. What's dogs abuse? You know the way treated like a dog. Treat, treated the way you treat a dog. Apparently, dogs are badly treated. It's fine. What are you talking but, about? Dogs abuse treated? Are they in California? Dogs are treated very well. Uh, in Palo Alto. No, I yeah. don't know. That's a saying. Dogs abuse. Never heard it. Well, might might be Irish, mightn't it? Sounds pretty Irish. Yeah. Sort of thing you do in Ireland? Abuse dogs? <laughs> I mean, I don't abuse dogs. Well, you say that now. Yeah. Does it look like I'm looking up or straight? It looks straight, really straight. Usually straight. you're looking down and you've got the camera pointing That's at That's why forehead. I wanted to fix it. Because yeah. the camera's up here and it, yeah. and the guests are always low and it looks yeah. like I'm, all the videos, you're like, chat, chat, chat. Yeah. And I'm like, look like mm. I'm asleep. You're doing these. <laughs> you're doing mm. these. Mm. Except with body. I do that a lot. Better. I notice that. I do yeah, that. You mm. do. Except with Bonnie, there's this massive smile on your face. Carol's like, Marcus looks so happy about this conversation. I fucking love that guy. He's brilliant. <laughs> I really am. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I want, I'm stalking him as a mate. Uh, I, I don't know. Real. I just want to talk to him. Yeah. All your mates are good lads, actually. All the lads from the wedding and stuff. Yeah. You know. There's Why would always- I not have good lads? Why would I invite lads that aren't good to my, just because I feel obligated? Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, do, I'm you just- have, do you have a lot of friends who are not good? Do you have a lot of no, not I- good lads? Well, I don't know. My, my, mates, my mates are very different than your mates is what I would say in terms of you generally have good. Uh, nice friends. Like as in nice people, nice people. My mates are sound, hilarious, great crack, but but crack more so than like supportive and, and uh, you know, I don't know. That's not fair I to do. say because they're so supportive of this podcast and stuff, but. But it's a you know Irish well, culture is different, isn't it? How people know the line of ribbing and where it's okay and where it's not okay, like that's a really fine line. Yeah, it, it, a, a big part of it is time, isn't it? Trust, relationship, and time. Yeah, and the longer it is, the easier the rib. Yeah, and village community, like you know, Ireland's smaller, and there's something about um, you're with people for longer periods. Like you say, you're kind of you're up through school, yeah. you spend a long time with them. I'm my Limerick mates who I'm in a WhatsApp group with, I've known since I was seven. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're, yeah. your cousins, basically, you're all yeah. basically you're related, right? Kind of. how it? They, they know all the dirt on me. I could never yeah. be a politician. This podcast can't actually take off because they would destroy me. <laughs> like tabloids. <laughs> that would kill, that would kill, kill any aspiration. Do, does Ireland have a, um, a tall poppy syndrome what's tall oh yeah cut him down so that's that that is it so there's a famous saying so someone said um uh, on one of the irish talk shows said you know when someone sees bono out there they don't they don't say there's bono up on that hill how can i get up there with him Mm. they see bono up on the hill and they want to pull him down Mm. so it's like i guess that's the tall poppy you know anyone who puts their head above the tower cut it down is that is that the yeah yeah yeah, that's the australian australian kind of story and i think it's like a reversion to the mean. It's why Australia is like a very low dynamic range. It doesn't have right. super wealthy, high class. It doesn't have a super low. It pulls people up, pulls people down, but there is a, like a centralist to it. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of reinforcing feedback loops that keep it that way, right. not least of which is tall poppiness and pulling people down. And there's no 
like ostentatious display of anything and right. you know being too aspirational being too ambitious all of it i'm not saying people don't i'm just saying culturally fabric wise yeah it's a little bit more reversion to the middle the tall, the tall poppiness right and, and like i think it has a stabilizing element to it it has definitely some corrosive negative element to it um but it can it kind of has a nice yeah, something nice about it, something warm about it and a grounding. Yeah. Um, but there, there is a real balance between things that seep into the psyche at a young age uh-huh. versus the total can-do positive model of the US, which for all its pathology and kind of wackoness, there's enough value there that I see it, it cuts through that I go, yeah, I'm, I'm totally converted. Do you think it's still like that in the US? Do you think, yeah. I, I feel like there's a whole counter pushback now. Everybody hates, all the millennials hate that they've been told that you can do anything you want and that you can be the president if you want to. Uh, like, isn't there this like surge of, you know, we were prom- we were promised everything and we actually got nothing. We we all, we graduated into a recession. Yeah. You know, we've kind of, we, now we're going to have to pay for all the boomers in retirement. Like all of, like there's, isn't there a real? There definitely is. And I think that's, a most countries most current oecds and i think it's most generations i'm not sure that's they're still not positive i think there's still like a oh wow amazing general the lack of ribbing and lack of sarcasm those kind of artifacts i think all kind of ladder up to a general outlook that's at least about positive thinking projecting positively that's Even right. if it's not going great, but just it's great around the corner, it'll be fantastic. Like you could, your lot could be the lowest, I think, here, and you're still going. It's great, it's fantastic. You're on a smile. And you're bought into that. You're like, yeah, you like that. I mean, I always liked positive thinking. I do think it's real, and yeah. I, I think it's not manifest, but I do think there's the psychological effects to it, and there's just not much point to the negative cycle. How far think, does it go? How far does positive thinking go? Does it go outside I, of self? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I think um, there is pure upside. At, at the, on the margins, there's okay delusion, but otherwise, I think it's pure upside. So positive thinking is pure upside. What are, I want to argue that with you. Go on. So, um, so here's one. So Steve Jobs was incredibly positive and believed he was a fruitarian and believed he could cure his pancreatic cancer through. Uh, through other, uh, yeah. you know, he was yeah. he had the option to get surgery early and he decided yeah. not to, um, and decided to take a, a heavy fruit diet, uh, and, and meditation to solve it. Uh, tell me about that, how that positivity, uh, is all upside. Look, when I've had a heavy fruit diet, let me tell you about my upside. <laughs> it's your downside when you go weird. heavy. Fruit. Nobody it's wants weird. to know about that. <laughs> it's worked a treat. Look, Within bounds. So let's talk about the caveats. You're spot on. You've poked the main hole already, which is there are fundamentals of science. So kind of, as I said, the margins of delusion where you're not seeing things for what they are and you're like, you're careering off a cliff and you're like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just will it out. No, there are some physics limitations of science that are real. So when it comes to modern medicine, when it comes to like a very real phenomena, you're not going to positive your way out of them. But by and large, like the macro narrative of life, what you do, what you can achieve and things. I'm not sure I'm a living embodiment to be clear, but I yeah. do think there are um, mag- kind of forces in the upward trajectory if you allow them. 
What are those forces though? I want to dig into it. I want to, I'm, I'm interested in your spirituality. Yeah. Is it spiritual or is it just, is it yeah. energy or is it just, if you're nice to people, they'll tend to be nice back to you? Is Where, where does it go to? Yeah. I'm not even talking about people. I'm just about your outlook and what you focus yeah. on and what you, and like, again, you know, it's the classic, are you narcissistic or the other one, right? Is it always your fault? Or is it always, always someone else's fault? Yeah. And there's an element of, you know, positive um, reinforcement, which is, no, it wasn't my problem with someone else's problem. Like I have a, a definite tendency to blot out bad things that I've done or yeah. things that weren't good that didn't happen well to me, whether yeah. it's in high school when I threw a pencil case through a window or whether you know I broke someone's heart or whatever it is. I I um have just a like an innate ability to just completely mash them out, and I have this reinforcing loop of remembering positive leg things for for kind of whatever it is. And I think what it does implicitly is build confidence and reassurance and kind of legs on our table as you know think because i used to read self-help books when i was younger for sure right yeah i agree i I agree in terms of um if you're incredibly negative negative every interaction you have with someone else can be negative like you can have there are there are on the fence interactions from buying groceries at the store that if you're a jerk they'll be a jerk back and all your interactions become negative i agree with that and i agree with if you're very negative and you become stressed and keep it in your body, that energy has to go somewhere and you, you know, you get run down, you get sick. I don't know that it gives you cancer or that's, or things like that, or, but I do think you can get your, you make yourself sick. You know, when my gallbladder jumped out of my body, it had something to do with me, you know, not taking care of myself physically, but also it happened at a time when I was really, really stressed. So right. like um, that stuff, I believe in that stuff. So, so I believe, I believe that it can extend beyond yourself. Being positive can extend beyond yourself, uh, but only to the degree of interactions with people, um, you know, uh, probably not like, you know, uh, manifesting things. I went through this big manifesting things uh, thing. Maybe everyone did in my twenties when I was like 25, read a bunch of books on it and, you know, uh, visualize the future that you want and it'll be real and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, the secret came out. Remember yeah, this? yeah, it was yeah, a big of thing. Of course, like, I was waiting for the secret. Now, but like when the secret came out, that was it. That was it. Like, <laughs> you now. Well, it's embarrassing now. But when I watched it, I was like, this is incredible. You know, the law of attraction. Boom. Let's do that. Let's just manifest shit everywhere. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so I'm not on that wagon anymore. But I am on the wagon that, you know, uh, your emotions and your outlook on life can have a big impact on your interactions with other people and how your body feels. Um, yeah. I think that that's important. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's maybe break it down from like the, the nucleus to the atom. So for sure, I think it has an impact on your own like mental health and outlook and just happiness in general. Number, right. number two, what you're extending to is then it also has an impact on your own physical physiology and, right. um, and impact. I think that's pretty, pretty well proven. Then number three, does it have an impact on like what happens to you, right? Before you get to other people, kind of what happens to you as direction, paths, opportunities, etc. And I think that's like a complex system because it's inclusive of other people, of opportunities, of what doors you open, of how you look at things, of opportunity, you know, things you take, you know, the luck you create and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So I'm not sure that there's much difference between manifest and just constantly being like open to things, whether it's growth mindset or just positive thinking right. kind of can do, you know, it's the fake it till you make it, try to, you're only as lucky as, you know, you're willing to try. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not sure those things are indistinguishable. And then separately, there's, you know, this kind of free energy vibe with other people where, you know, one unit of positivity is amplified when it's reflected back. I think it's some of the freest energy you can possibly harness, right? Yeah. If, we can, if we had Bonnie to whack that in a power wall, we'd be, we'd be dreaming. I, so, I, yeah. I, yeah, I read I read something just a, a couple of paragraphs. Emma Emma Watson wrote something recently where she went to. Do you know Emma? Uh, no, not Emma Watson. Hermione. Uh, no, not Hermione. Emma Thompson. She's a famous actress, British actress. Um, she does all the like Shakespearean stuff and the best. Uh, anyway, I was just randomly reading an article that she wrote about. She went to like the ballet or went to some play or something with her mom and her daughter, and she was like. It was really uh, surreal for her to be to see her mom um, kind of navigating life, uh, kind of in an older, frailer version of herself. Kind of, she's got a bad knee, and she knows that that's her weak side. So she kind of sits down in a certain way, and she knows where the crowds are, and is just very thoughtful and careful. And she's got low energy, and you know, and she and she's like the difference when her daughter comes into a room, just walking into a room, the energy and light she brings with her. And Emma's like. At some stage, I must have brought that light into a room with me. I don't bring it now, but like she has it and she has an abundance of it. And she's not even aware of it. But then she, you know, it could be positive energy or negative, but you can tell when she steps in the room before you even see her, what that energy is. And then her mother has got this calming influence that no matter what the energy is, she can kind of absorb it and like deflect it. Like, you know, and, and Emma's like in the middle where she's, she doesn't have the superpower of, of time nor the abundance of youth yet but there's some it, she talks about that like energy not as it being like chi or whatever but like just youthfulness and bounding versus having navigated life and and knowledgeable you know yeah 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 yeah. the energy can sound very mystical right and spirit when actually it's just oh what's coming down the pipe oh someone's being loud or yeah. moving or just literal energy you know, preservation theory. If you're moving your limbs fast, if you're moving your face, all of that is energy that that gets visualized, represented yeah. through time and space, and you receive it, right? I read one of the things. I mean, it's it's tangential, but uh, they were doing it. It was in a. It was in the New York Times or something. Something established. This is not just. I read it um, in the toilet somewhere while in a pub. Uh, it, established. Someone, some doctor, yeah, the people, big big on facts here. Yeah. Some doctor was doing a study uh, for um, on patients with epilepsy, and it was on an elderly man. And they were they had all the gear rigged up to him, and they were in the middle of a test, and he passed away. He had a heart attack and died. And what they saw in terms of what lit up in his brain was they believe it's only one n equals one, but they've never recorded someone in this way hooked up to all these machines actually passing away before, and they believe that um, his that there that it could offer evidence that life does flash before your eyes in the moments uh, after death because for 30 seconds before his heart attack and after um even, so after his blood had stopped pumping to his brain that part that dreaming part and that memory right. recall and play part of his right. brain lit flashed up, up. um you know so they were like saying this is you know amazing they amazing. need a little bit more data than that to confirm that it's real but it, but it's a thing you know i so, feel like that's familiar that sounds quite familiar I, there's just a lot of physiological things that happen to your brain, rushes, chemistry, and all that sort of right. stuff that can very easily explain previously mystical phenomena or out-of-body yeah. experiences and so on. All it takes is a 
And we're so dictated by hormones. It only takes you to not have had food for two hours and suddenly you're a dick. It's like your person, you can have a a drastic personality change just by being a little bit hungry. Like, you know, so it's (laughs) like, you know, how much are we us versus chemicals? You know, allegedly we're entirely chemicals just shaped by something in between. And we, we react to things and then we justify how we react in our heads as opposed to us actually having very much control over what we do. Yeah. I think there, there is a desperate need yeah, feel like there's reason control over sense and control yeah. over it. And as soon as we became aware of the consciousness, we had to believe that it was yeah. oh, actually us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm in control. Yeah. Uh, uh, two two things. While while you you were um, talking about that last flash of yeah. something that was suspended, have you seen the thing that's redoing the rounds at the moment, which is the um, vocal track of a mummy that was reconstructed? No, we've seen this. Oh, we have to add Mom, it. like as in mummified. Someone yeah, this, this, this was a mummified, and they just use kind of some imaging technology to basically understand the vocal track, and the vocal track can tell you quite literally what the sounds are um, of the kind of wow. phonemes and so on. Um, and so they re- reconstructed one of the phonemes. <laughs> yes, I can't do it justice, but yeah, it's like it, a, serious, a serious news news report. Just just look up, look up, look look up, mummy vocal recreation or something and see if you can you can play the audio for us here scientists were able to mimic Yamun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3d printer it allowed them to produce a single sound Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Science. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Somebody spent ages on that. <laughs> oh my God. That's wonderful. <sighs> okay. The news reporter. <laughs> it's a serious scene. Oh man. I can't believe. <laughs> it's ah uh, yeah thanks for that rami i feel like that's going in the the bank of things i can look at if I, you know really bad day wonderful you need to add that to the to the system to your mixer ah uh, yeah okay new button for sure that's going <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean what you just imagine him that he's like currently being frozen i don't know why I think why is that the noise <laughs> He's dying, and they. Can't. I love it. Is that doing the rounds now? Or is that something you saw before? I feel like I saw it a while ago, but I kind of went, oh, that's it. and then right now it's doing the rounds, and it <clears> just got me. It completely it's so cool the stuff they can do, though. To be fair, like I don't know if you do you know about the bogmen, the bogmen of Ireland, and uh, you know, so there's, there's oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so in Ireland, there's, it's very, the soil is very wet, you know, where you make the peat and stuff and it's perfect conditions for, uh, if you die in the bog, it just, there's, there's, there's perfect people come out. Preservation. 
perfectly preserved like um you know even even the food in their mouth in their stomachs they can tell their last meal like not just through dna tell the last meal actually see what they've eaten like everything preserved yeah. um you know the bogman you should you should look that up but anyway it's incredible the stuff they can, i mean i'm sure that that's probably how he sounded unfortunate <laughs> that they chose to do his last words as opposed to <laughs> that's magic just working through it, I was like, mm-hmm. the whole point of the vocal track is that you can basically work out what waves resonate, the frequency kind of shape and the arc yeah. of yeah. All, your, all your phonemes. Not one. I'm like, it's not as though yeah. there's a recording in his throat. It's, it's Yeah. No, I know you could, but that's the range of what he could do. I mean, but yeah, that's weird. Such a weird thing to, for, them to, for them to do. Okay. We'll stick that up. Link in description to that, to that beauty. I'm wondering what all of the longevity, increasing life, fountain of youth tech startups are doing right now. Yeah. You know the number of them that we heard? Larry Page has one, and every tech billionaire had set up a fountain of youth startup. Peter, Peter Thiel. Peter has Thiel one going. In space. What are they up to? Most- What's going on right now? What are they just? Are they all living to 300 somewhere in Montana? I don't or think- they- so what I read was so so. Um, so it depends on who you're talking to. Peter Thiel wants to leave long enough until he can be until he can upload himself onto a computer. I'm with that. Um, uh, so, but he doesn't want to live for 300 years. He wants to live until that technology is here. I believe that's his stance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the same for Bezos. The thing I read though is that the technologies people are investing in is that it's not you live forever technology. It's that you will have a sustained quality of life for the hundred years of your life. So, like you know, skiing at 75, Got it. Um, you know, you've got, you've got a youthful 30 year old body right up until the point you die. Got it. Um, that sounds it, feasible, doesn't it? I would love that though. That, that's, so, I don't think people genuinely want to live forever, but yeah. I think having, you know, getting a bit older, being in our forties now, it's just like, fuck every, every, every organism has a natural lifespan, but it's about increasing the quality of that lifespan oh, rather I'm than totally all about that. Also, it feels like people <clears> or any other secrets, we just haven't codified it. Right. Yeah, whether it's you know the CEO Biden working at eighty seven or however old he you know it's it's he's only actually seventy seven I think whatever. you know yeah yeah still he's on the verge of eighty and he's the president of yeah know, it would be hard to take on your hardest job your most significant job at the age of seventy seven oh have you watched have you been watching I love this have you been watching uh, Truth Social have you been following this. Do you know what no. truth is? Oh. <laughs> I, I do. I want you to. I want you to give me your best rendition of what is going on right now. With so for folks who have been following. <clears throat> so last year or in 20, you know, where do I start? So <laughs> When he got the, kicked out of office. For the, for the last number of years, there's been an increasing pressure on Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, to call out uh, false claims and to stop, you know, particularly last in the last couple of years, the president, when he was tweeting things that were untrue to actually put the thing, you know, they were putting messages up initially saying, this is not true, or you need to research stuff this yourself. Once Trump was, once he lost the election and after the, the January riots, the January 6th riots, the insurrection, Twitter kicked him off uh, Twitter. He's, per, he's banned for life from Twitter. So he can't have a Twitter account. And one of the things that made Trump very successful was his use of Twitter. He's a, He's very, whatever you think about him, he's very effective in his use of social media. And Rami can tell you about that because he's worked with his social media team. But uh, anyway, that aside, 
tr- so so Trump lost his megaphone um, at a kind of a vital time for him where he wanted to continue the uh, onslaught of, you know, uh, this election was stolen. So he decided to set up his own social media company. And it's been kind of floundering. It's been stop starting, stop starting since then, since December of 2020, um, when he decided to do it. Um, but now this week, they've just opened up just an iOS app only launch, no Android yet uh, for people. It's basically you can you can um, share your truth. So so the so the part it's obviously Twitter. They've photocopied Twitter uh, and just done a worse job of it. There's no I'm sure there's no algorithm. So it's just it's going to be a mess. But um, you can share your truth. The nice thing about this is everybody has their own truth. There's no such thing as the truth. It's like your truth. This is my truth. My truth. I'm going to share this here. If Rami agrees with my truth, truth. Rami, you can retruth me. So uh, <laughs> instead of retweeting, they've, they've trademarked the word retruth. Can, um, can I double yeah. truth or dare you? Can I? I don't think you can. I, maybe, maybe that's the next feature. I don't know. But retruthing's a thing. Um, and yeah, it just seems crazy. Uh, but but it, on the 20, whatever it was when it went live, two days ago here, uh, on the 21st of Feb, uh, because this this will come out later on the twenty first of Feb when this went live, it was the number one downloaded app in the Apple Store. So it's a real thing. It's only on iOS, and it's it's Trump Twitter. So good. It's so so good uh, if, for a bunch of reasons. At least which the logo was directly ripped off. Like the bunch of design languages ripped off another app that was found out. There's a great. There's a bunch of threads around. Like it was yes. taken from open source as well, wasn't it? Open source code that they used originally. Weren't they initially sued because they took open source code and and uh, and uh, just basically just just like okay, that's ours now, and just like built something and didn't didn't start and they're like <laughs> didn't, didn't acknowledge anything. That's not how open source works. <laughs> I don't know. I um, so from memory, we tried this before, right? That's what parlor was remember parlor no because that was the one that was happening on the 6th of january so the 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 de-platforming jack went out first on twitter and he was the first to kind of hit it up and then the discussion was okay other socials they're going to follow and then sure enough very quickly other socials followed but the fascinating thing was when the infrastructure thing when the infras followed and what i mean by that is parlor hit it up Parler was the right-wing social media equivalent of choice. Um, and it had the red branding, P-A-R-L-E-R. And at that point, it was all on for young and old because it was its own social network, fine, but it needed hosting. AWS stepped up and said, we're not hosting anymore. Ooh. It needed to be on the iOS store and Android. Oh, I forgot both, about that. I'm both, remembering that now. I'm remembering that. Yeah. Both Apple and Google stepped up and said, mm-hmm. uh-uh, you're not going to be on our, on our platforms. And then it was left on the web and they did their own hosting and spun up their own servers. And it was it was a, it was a farcical, right? Someone's performance-wise. servers. <laughs> and then the ISP stepped in and said, nah, we've taken down Daily Stormtrooper before on their blogs. We, we'll happily take you down as well. And all of a sudden, the kind of, um, the superficial, the social networks are the ones to be blamed and they're the, they're the gatekeepers. Everyone else is open free web. All of that crumbled very quickly when every layer of the stack made a call and said, yeah, I remember that now. I had totally forgotten. Yeah. And I, and I think that was a really, really powerful kind of reminder that there is no, it, it, someone owns the piece of infrastructure somewhere on the stack and it's just a matter of degrees before they decide they're not going to support you. When the ISP can cut you off, 
the system is not, you know, yeah. Right? Yeah. at yeah. some degree. I um, wonder how they got around that now. Surely they're not just launching an app built on existing infrastructure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the question now is what do you have to do in order to get, because at the time it was, Parler was the thing that was live streaming the, this was the genius of it because it was such flimsy uh, infrastructure. There was a bunch of live streaming during January 6th insurrection. Yeah. And it was really easy to crawl all of the video and photos because it was on this open web infrastructure and it had timestamps and it has user accounts and it, like people everywhere were just downloading the troves and just handing it over on a couple of USB sticks. Love it. <laughs> just, just the investigators Love it. going, well, they deleted their account, but here it is stored like really easily accessible in JavaScript or whatever. Yeah. Very funny. Very Love funny. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, we'll follow that one with a keen eye. Yeah. I mean, it it's, it's closely paralleled with, I mean, Orwell would just be, he'd be taking notes, wouldn't he? He'd be like, right, right, right. Truth, re-truth. Got it, got it, got it. Amazing. Clever. Good. <laughs> got it. Just the branding re-re-re. is amazing though. Like, you know, it is. I, a- a- amazing in like a sick, sick kind of yeah, logical extension like, of what you do. Kind yeah, of matter. This is my truth. I mean, it's just yeah. so, Get share it. your truth and then re-truth it. Yeah. Take the word and make it, Utterly, utterly meaningless. Yeah. Like, like fact. A, this is my yeah. fact. It's not. Change the word. It doesn't have to be true. Just language is meaningless. Meaning is yeah. what is meaning of meaning and just yeah. re-mean, re-mean it for everyone. Um, you still haven't told me what was the story with your mates, the feedback, your mates, and why they oh. were dog dog treating me? What was the, do- the dog chat? One of my mates uh, ran. Uh, I, I pinged the Slack group today. I haven't pinged them for like four or five episodes just because I don't want to um, exhaust that resource. But I pinged them and said, look, the Bonnie one is out. It's actually, it's, you know, one of my favorite interviews so far. Good value in it. And they said, oh, uh, they said, this is great. Uh, but one of the lads said, um, how many weekly listens are you getting across all media? And I said, that's a very personal question. <laughs> fucking, it, I did feel it was a bit part, like, it's, yeah, a, it's like a little bit like, you know, a little bit like how much do you earn or something, you know, kind of way it felt like, I was just like, Oh, I feel a bit fun. So instead of that, I just, my natural reaction, I just screenshot every bit of data I had and just sent it to him so that he could see it. So I just sent it to the whole group. I was like, look, not a lot. Um, anyway, but, but they were saying they were going through the data uh, and you know, I'll t- I'll just call the data out here. We've got forty nine percent of our audience is American, forty four is Ireland, three in the UK, w- less than one percent in the UAE. And my <sighs> sister lives in Dubai, so that's her. Um, we've got less than one percent in Mexico. That's Eduardo, my my uh, my streamy LBS mate, and <laughs> zero contribution from Rami's mates. What? So, so what they've said is they've gone. They're like, uh, so this is where they start to turn on you. <laughs> He goes, uh, I love that we're able said, to do personal shout outs based on the stats. Tell, hey, Ram- good tell Remy to start pulling his weight, not an Aussie to be found on there. Bonnie knows his shit. Interesting guy. He said, also impressed by your professionalism in saying flute 57 times in the last episode and not making one single dick joke. You've changed. Um, and then everyone was like, yeah, I thought the exact same. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, lads. Clearly, Rami has no mates and his family hate him. What? That one listened from Oz. Love the stats. Speaking of which, why hasn't your dad been on there? They're looking at the age demographics now. No one over 60. And then someone screenshot a comment from my dad saying, no, he's doing the YouTube version, not the audio. So they basically dissected all of the, and the, and the, and the instead of them turning on me, 
they turned on you, which is one of those rare things that happens every now and then. <laughs> like Rami is clearly not fucking pushing this. Uh, and, so. they, and they were. Yeah. And there you were accusing them of, of ribbing you. Where, there you go, mate. Yeah. They're supportive. You're they are supportive. Not supportive. I'm actually genuinely surprised how supportive they are of this podcast, just because I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting to put it on there and get slagged, and that would have been totally fine too. You know, like I love it. Yeah. I love it, mate. I love it. I love that, that, that you basically crowdsourced your analytic uh, deep yeah. dive. Well, that's one of them was like, send on there, tell me everything. And he didn't even just say, like, how's it doing? He was like, across all platforms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Let me just dig into that data for you there. You know, I've got a work call in a minute, but let me just get that for you straight away. (laughs) Let me just pull out the report. I love that. I want to know iOS, web, and all the audio. Uh, I mean, it's great. It's great that you've got some data monkeys working for you. That's great. That's excellent. If that's that's allowed back home. As I was logging in, um, I got the message on the family chat that my mum had discovered it, which I hadn't told the fam because I was just like, you know, I actually don't know other than it was a thing. We were just doing it and I didn't, you know, until it gets something, you know. Yeah. so I think you'll you'll see some solid solid Australian. I hope Australian so. Now, yeah. now that you're on the list, the yeah. Latin list. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to see some solid solid. I think you, you'll see mum boosting it with her friends and social networks. Uh, I think you'll see some great commentary. If if Tiny Beans is anything to go by, you're going to see <laughs> Lynn Lynn right on there, front and center, just just give, giving us the advice. Speaking of rubing, you're going to see it right on there. I very don't positive. Care. Just to be clear, you know, I don't care. I really don't care how many. I, I don't oh. care. So, no, but I, no, I, I just, no. yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying it's about to light up. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably enough. I really don't know how much we're going to, maybe we'll do a short episode this week. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that yeah, needs, don't needs there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably don't need to talk war, given it'll be, you know. Yeah. Anything too current. I wonder what we have in there. Maybe there's a few laughs in there. I don't know how much product stuff is in, but, you know. Just just have the, the mummy thing playing nonstop. In the background, I'll definitely. I'll just have them. Just have the whole thing be the mummy thing. I'll definitely save it to the keyboard. Oh!